Amazon Business honors Jill Lau, Chief Procurement Officer of Global Network Bank. Last week, Jill saved big and used Amazon Business to help her team buy 327 headsets. Now Bob can keep his conversations to himself. Wait, am I still on speakerphone? With business buying easier than before, Jill now uses her extra time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Thank you for holding. Hang it up, Bob. Hello and welcome to the Big Bark Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the canine world. Each week, we talk to different professionals working in the canine industry across Ireland, from pet shop owners to groomers, behavior specialists and vets. We will be discussing hot topics with our puppy panel, reviewing the best products, food and treats, the best places to take your dog on a day out and the most dog-friendly venues in Ireland. We'll also be chatting with dog owners to find out more about the bonds that make a dog man's best friend. Your host for this podcast is Dara Burke, a dog lover with a passion for canine psychology and behaviour. Dara's own dogs, Bruno and Millie, will also join in from time to time and will be sure to offer their own big bark along the way. Time to bring on your host and start the show. Big welcome to episode 3 of the Big Bark Podcast, your source for all things doggy related across Ireland and now the UK. We have spread to the UK as well and we have developed quite the following in the UK. The Big Bark is brought to you by BarkingMad.ie. I'm your host, Dara Burke, and this week I am going to be changing things up a fair bit. So... After the last two episodes, I got some great feedback. And the feedback was some really good constructive criticism about different changes that could be made with the show. And you know what? I've just decided that I'm going to roll with this. So this week, I'll be bringing in those changes. And I'm really looking forward to these. We're going to be playing our new game, which will be a regular feature on our show, called Guess That Crossbreed. Now, if you've been following us over on the gram for the last few days, you'll be familiar with this already. We'll be chatting about what's hot in the news. Of course, everything related to dogs and not the shite that you see on Sky News. We will also be reviewing some great products. Particularly this week, we're going to have a focus on the different interactive security type cameras and two-way communication systems that are available for you to keep an eye on your dog when you're out of the house or to chat with your dog if you feel that your dog needs chats during the day. Okay, so we have one other big feature and that is our adopted corner. We will be focusing on a different dog charity each week. And we will be selecting a a very small handful. We'd love to look at them all, but we're going to be featuring a very small handful of doggies who are looking for their forever homes. Now, this week, we're focusing on Dog Action Welfare Group in County Cork. 
These guys do amazing work and they're based in Donnerail in County Cork. So if you ever have a chance to go down, certainly do. We're going to be going down in the next few weeks and I can't wait for it. Okay, but first of all, I'm delighted to introduce our very first puppy panel. The puppy panel consists of dog owners and dog lovers who will be sharing their stories about their own dogs. And joining me this week is Kelly from Tala in Dublin, who will be chatting about her awesome Border Collie Labrador Cross, Marley, and the amazing bonds that the two of them share together and how Marley has influenced and changed her life for the better. We also have Michael joining us from all the way across the sea in London, and we're really excited to chat to Michael about his six-month-old Pomeranian named Burley. Now, Burley is quite the dog on the celebrity circuit. Burley has cuddled with Harry Potter himself, Mr. Daniel Radcliffe. Amelia Clark, who many of you who have been watching Game of Thrones for the last number of years will know uh, stars in the show as Daenerys. And look, I'm going to be honest, I'm one of the few people who has never actually seen an episode of Game of Thrones. And I'm told it's something I need to actually look at. So we'll see about that. And we also have this week. It's all about the bonds. It's about the connections that we share with our dogs. Now, it's a much shorter episode. And we're simply focusing on the dogs here. We're... Not going to be doing an hour 15. That is, I think, a way too long to be listening to my voice for a start. We're also leaving out, uh, just for this week, our Big Back featured business. But don't worry, we're going to have another brilliant dog business owner, or canine professional, on with us on the next episode. So, without delaying any more and without my usual waffling on, let's go and meet our puppy panel. Of course, two guests on our puppy panel as always, my beautiful blooded old Bruno and my wonderful golden Labrador Millie, who are right here next to me for the entire show, looking for attention as they always do. Kelly, you on was last week uh, talking about purple wolves. Uh, but today you're talking about your own dog. Tell us about your dog. Well, my dog's a cross between a collie and a lab. So it's an amazing mix. Um, you have the collie intense look, which he gets fixated on. So it's great to deal with. Um, but I couldn't ever, ever replace him. He's just an amazing dog. Very affectionate, very loyal and eager to learn so he's just an amazing dog to be around he has helped me through a lot of life challenges and he keeps making me go so it's amazing brilliant and michael uh tell us about barley so barley is he's a six months old pomeranian he's just very affectionate and really he's such a beautiful dog like he loves playing with children loves learning new things he's got a funny little personality yeah he's just amazing perfect okay so what I'm going to do is basically just kind of ask you a few questions about your, I suppose, your relationship with your dogs and how they have affected your lives. So, Michael, I'm going to start off with you. And like you mentioned, Barley is six months old. Yeah. What, what kind of an impact has Barley had on your life? Oh, it's just completely changed it because we used to go out socialising quite a lot, even though we still 
take him everywhere we go, but now we can't go to some some places. So he's just completely changed it. So yeah, it's just it's just completely oh, it's just taking over really, which is great. We love we love the fact that we've got him and we take him everywhere. Brilliant. And just touch on that. You said there's some places you can take him. A lot of people say that Ireland isn't completely dog friendly and there's been so many campaigns to make Ireland more dog friendly. What's it like over in the UK? Because we live in London, so it's there is quite a lot of places that are very are dog friendly, but you do come across places that, you know, they, they don't allow dogs into pubs and stuff. But where we live, it's, it is, there's so many places that we can take, barely. Take them into hotel, hotels and everything. So it's quite, it's quite good. And hopefully that's something that we see kind of developing more and more here in Ireland. Now, Kelly, uh, Marley, you said, has helped you get through a lot of uh, life's, I suppose, life's challenges. Talk to me a bit about that. How has, like, how has he, like, helped you? In- well, he's made me go forward to my passion in life, which is dealing with dogs. And basically he's helped me through a lot of my own life challenges. But yeah, no, he's actually made me come out of my comfort zone. And he's made me realise that even though he is, he's actually quite reactive himself. We both help each other and we're both going out of our comfort zones. I'm getting out more, especially around other dogs and people that talk about dogs so it's definitely like has made me grow as a person and he's just one of those dogs that just has that way about him that he just sits beside you he doesn't even need any attention and he'll just sit beside you knowing that he's around and yeah like he's just helped me with actually going into my life passion now as well I do think that our dogs are gay that bond that we dish out with us uh, it really does help uh, it's like dogs just they know Dogs know what we're feeling. Yeah, definitely. They really pick up on, they don't even need attention. They just need to be beside you and they're happy. And that's that's what's so good about them. It's unconditional love and you always have that there, whether things are tough with your humans in life, they're there. And it really helps you get on with life. Brilliant. Michael, I'm going to come back to you there for a second. And obviously, the one thing that I'm very excited to hear about is <laughs> how does a, a six-month-old dog from London go to meet the likes of Amelia Clark and Daniel Radcliffe? Like, how, how did that even come about? So my partner works in, uh, he's a fashion hairdresser, so he gets to meet, like, he gets to work with lots of celebrities and he does, like, editorials. So he takes, so, uh, so the, the stars, like Amelia Clark and people like that, I've seen Burley on Ken's Ken's profile, and they're like bring bring along Burley, so they absolutely love him. So they're always asking for Burley to come along. So then on the, the day he was with Lily Collins, and then Daniel Radcliffe was actually in the same hotel because he was doing a press junket, and his PR had said, "Oh, look at this! Come come can I introduce the dog to Daniel?" So then Daniel got to meet Burley, which was amazing. Cause I was at work at the time, and. My partner Ken sent me the picture. I nearly fell out. I nearly fell out my crane. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. And looking at it through the through the Instagram profile as well, Amelia Clark. I believe I know. I'm not a big Game of Thrones person myself. Oh. Actually, I, I I haven't seen a single episode of it. I've been told I need to watch it. But yeah. for anyone who is familiar with uh, Game of Thrones, they don't know Amelia Clark. And so, because my partner was basically doing doing a hair for an event, so then she'd seen the dog as well and she asked asked my partner to bring the dog along oh, so then got to, meet, got to meet Amelia Clark as well 
That's yes. that's really interesting. And like, obviously, did you did you get to meet him yourself or? So I got I got to meet Amelia Clark on the second time that uh, Billy had met Amelia, and she's she's such a lovely person. Yeah, you know, she ended up gave she gave because I, we went in and then she. Ne- she said that she had uh, a, a raincoat coat which she gave to Burley. So Burley's got a, a raincoat that Amelia Clark gifted to him, which is oh, amazing. Oh, wow. God, can I be the dog? He's <laughs> <laughs> a dog's life. I, I, I'd, love his, I'd love his life. He's opening doors, like, it's amazing. <laughs> I know, it's, it's like he's got a Wikipedia page. Someone set up a Wikipedia page for him. He's uh, He's been in... Uh, he's, he's actually going to be in um, a prime Primark... Uh, campaign because he did some modeling modeling for him on Friday, uh, which possibly could be in pennies as well in Ireland. So, oh, very nice, brilliant, very nice. Uh, well, we we all know pennies over here. Yeah, <laughs> but actually, that's that's one thing. Pennies is I do believe they are launching like a kind of a dog range as well. I heard that there a few months back, and I haven't really seen much of that. But yeah, well, that's amazing. So Kelly has um has Marley met any famous people or celebrities or anything or Oh, like I need to go over to England, well I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, literally I just should just go over there and just like be like, Oh yeah, I'll come over. Let me play with your dog. Oh yeah, I'll get the doors open sorted. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and uh Kelly, like what kind of things do you and Marley like to do together? Um, we actually go up to the, I won't say the name, but uh, we go up to these woods. Um, basically, has barely any dogs in it, so I can let them off leads. And him being reactive and all, he's not so good with other dogs. Um, so, yeah, no, it's just when you get to the top, it's like you just take it all in. You can see the city, Dublin City, and then um, you can also see the coastline from where we are. It's just amazing experience. It gets me out of house, gets him out of house, and we do a lot of enrichment things on walk as well. So loves his treats. Um. So yeah, no, he just he just gets me out and walking. New experiences. It's great to share new experience with him, like bring him to the beach and all. Wasn't too much of a fan of that one now, but <laughs> he does love the woods now. That would be our big thing. Brilliant. And Michael, what about your self and body? What, what is it you love to do? Uh, well, we actually took him to see The Lion King at the cinema uh, a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my God. You, you can do that? So, so we, we, we found this event on, um, it's called The Long Dog, uh, which kind of does like, uh, it tell, tells you about what's going, going on for dogs. So we, and it was a cinema for The Lion King. So we took him along and uh, there was like loads of dogs there. Normally people get really upset when people start talking for, a, for, a, for the film. But the dogs were barking, everyone was loving it. <laughs> And it was just amazing. So we like to take him places like that. Take him. Uh, oh God, what else do we do? We do loads with him. We always take him to little dog shows in around London. Oh, that's amazing! That is actually amazing. I'd love to be able to bring him to something like that. That uh, they should do more things like that in Dublin. I think. I do know what it all was in Dublin. Was it last year or the year before? There still was one cinema. I yeah. think at Mines, I think, or somewhere maybe. Yeah. Or? Yeah, I know and it, it did a dog friendly event, but like apart from that, like I haven't seen. I think it was for Secret Life of Pets or what Dogs for or some one yeah. of those films. And yeah. apart, apart from that, I haven't seen any other cinema in Ireland that has done that. No, <laughs> no, there wouldn't be. Like, um, see, most people now were like, they, 
in Dublin, there's a lot of dogs um, that wouldn't be able to go to things like that. So we're nearly like setting it up for a disaster. And Joe, with the restrictions as well, yeah. that's yeah. going to minimise who they can bring. So um, not a lot of them, but I think even a park or something and, you know, setting up like would be brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, they, we're take, we're taking him to Windsor Castle because there's like the dog event on that. For, it's like called Chihuahua Fest, but Bailey's got special permission to get into it because yeah, I don't know I don't know why they, they wanted Bailey to come, but he's he's going to that. And we're also we're also going to be bringing over, him over to Ireland in a couple of weeks. He's going to be on his first first trip abroad. Oh my yeah. god! I have to see this dog. So we're, we're, we're driving. We're driving. We're driving. Um, and we're going to stay in Donegal. To see oh, lovely. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is it's a new part I'm introducing to the show. Going to do a little, I suppose, a little game. Now the game is basically guess that crossbreed. Wait, okay. So the first one, I'm going to let each take a guess of these, and then I'm going to give you the correct answer. Uh, Kelly, I'll let you go first. Um, a collie cross with uh, could be a, it could be a. Actually, I'm not sure if this one is actually a crossbreed. No, so I'm right. It's collie. It's probably a smooth collie or something like that. No, right. Okay, Michael. <laughs> I'd say a collie with a Malamute. Yeah. But now the actual name of it is. It's a beautiful dog. It is an Australian Shepherd dog. Oh. oh my god! You yeah. think it's Polly? <laughs> okay, so, god. okay. So we'll move on to the second one. Uh that's a husky cross with I don't know. It's still a puppy, so it could get bigger with his paws. So probably husky cross with uh, I'm gonna say collie. Don't know why, but the eyes. What would you? So I'd say husky with possibly a chihuahua. I know it's a strange mix, but I think now Michael was closer on that one. This is a pomsky. Pomsky. It is a husky crosser of palm. Now I don't even know how that even happens because no, like a palm is, is so tiny and a husky is so actually, big. We was in the park the other day and we had, we'd actually seen a really strange cross. It was a staff there and a pomeranian, and we was like, "How did that actually happen?" Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's weird. That's mad. <laughs> Don't okay. Oh, oh a samurai cross with a retriever, maybe. What do you think, Michael? I think that's got Pomeranian in it. With a lab, maybe a lab. I really need to be these bits to go forward. I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this one is a breed I had never actually heard of before today. But it is called a a Goberian. It is a golden retriever crossed with a Siberian husky. Uh That's a mad one. Looks like a samurai. He really does, doesn't he? Very similar. In the face. Yeah. But so beautiful as well. Yeah, they are. They're gorgeous. Now, okay, we'll move on to the fourth one. Now, this is a very, very interesting one that I did not even know existed until I was looking these up. I think that one's a bit obvious, that one. Okay, go ahead, Michael. I think it's a dash hound with a, uh, with a Dalmatian. What do you think, Kelly? I was going to go with a dash hound, probably with a... 
oh, I don't know. He's told me about with his eyes. Um, Zashan mixed with something else anyway. <laughs> And Michael, you are right on the Dalmatian. It is called a Dalmatians. That's amazing. You'd wonder, like, where some of these breeds yeah, even. How do they even breed, though? Okay, so this one. Oh, that's I'd, a. I'd say a corgi with an Alsatian. I could say a German Shepherd with a corgi. Okay, let's see. A corgi and German Shepherd. And technically, like a German Shepherd is also known as an Alsatian, so you're both right. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Okay. We got one. Oh, so this one. little ball of fluff. That's a hard one, right? Um, maybe a Yorkie cross with uh, a terrier or something? Yeah, I'd, right. say, I'd say like a Yorkie. Kind of ter- well, it is a ter- looks like a terrier, but then I yeah. think it's Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go with Pomeranian for everything. <laughs> like they're all mixed <laughs> Pomeranian on the brain. It is a Yoodle. Yoodle, oh my god. A Yorkshire Terrier cross on a poodle. Alright, around, just missing the poodle part. <laughs> so, this one. That, that to me looks like a Beagle cross with a German Shepherd. Or a. A lab, maybe it's something like that. Yeah, it's insane. Looks, yeah. Okay, let's see. Beagle. Beagle, German Shepherd. (laughs) We got two. We got two. (laughs) Okay, and I think this could be the last one. Oh. Uh, It's got to be a husky. That husky with a chihuahua. Did I say that before? I can't remember. Yeah, or, or a husky with a shih tzu or something with the tail. Yeah. Then again, it could be a pomsky. Yeah, it's got a spitz family. Cause it's it's a hoggy. Hoggy, oh my God. Today with Amazon Business, Shannon Stuckey of Walburn Woodworking helped her team buy 63 circular saws. Okay, Andy, take it easy. Now she uses her time to focus on growing something big. Buy smarter, dream bigger. Visit Amazon Business, your partner for smart business buying. Like, how does that even happen? No, I don't. It's like, what, did they hold them up? <laughs> you don't know how to just get one, get the husky to lie down or something. Or... Oh, God, no. The mechanics, anyway. Either way, like it's not something I ever want to see happen. <laughs> okay, so that's the last one. Uh, what did you get? You got two over. So not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Okay. Like, have you ever seen a, a D-Mot or D-Mot or something like that? No. Delmois or something like that. It's pronounced real weird, but um, basically the, the, the head looks like a Chewbacca. Joe Chewbacca from Star Wars? Yeah. Kind of a body that's like a terrier body. It's so bizarre looking. That's a uh, so Chewbacca mixed with a terrier, huh? Yeah, that's it an interesting like, mix. <laughs> okay. or something like that. Anyway, so, I have a few, I suppose, topics that I want to uh, kind of bring up and talk to you both about, and kind of get your opinions on this. So yeah. this kind of Kelly is maybe a continuation on from the animal welfare stuff that we were talking yeah. on last week, and also from episode one where I was talking about the restricted breeds list. So over in the US, this was actually on CNN, uh, I believe, yesterday. So owner of dogs that mauled a nine-year-old girl to death has been charged with murder in the US. So 
nine-year-old Emma Hernandez was riding her bike near her home in Detroit when she was attacked by three loose pit bulls. She was rushed to hospital, but she died from her injuries. And the dog's owner, Pierre Cleveland, was charged with second-degree murder and involuntary manslaughter. The investigators found that the yard's fence was damaged and not secure. So I suppose this goes back to placing a lot more blame and responsibility on the owners rather than on the dogs. We need that in over in Ireland. That is actually amazing to see that it's actually the owner's fault, not the dog. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. the owner's. Well, yeah, absolutely. What do you think of that, Michael? Is it something that's needed in the UK as well? or? Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's down to the, the owner's responsibility. It shouldn't be down to the dogs. Because dogs can't yeah. look after themselves, can they? They need us to depend on to, to depend yeah. on us. Yeah, and exactly. Totally Reading up on this this morning, uh, even like, the dog's owner, the police and all, had actually requested that he secure the fence. And he, even the father of the girl, in this case, had actually had arguments with him about securing the fence. But you're like, in the end, it just it's sure to be too late. Yeah, definitely. That dog, that dog. If he had a, um, if the owners of that dog had a, put the um, responsibility on themselves, and done everything they could to protect uh, people outside, then you wouldn't have had that. That wouldn't have even happened. Now there is a. I actually came across this one on the Daily Mirror. Someone sent this on to me there yesterday. So there's a new book uh, called Dog is Love. It's from Dr. Clive Wynn over in the UK. And basically he looks into the uh, link between humans and dogs. And recent studies have actually proved that over thousands of years, dogs have developed facial muscles so they can make their eyes appear larger and their eyebrows expressive to respond uh, to fountain nurturing response in us, aka the puppy dog guys. Oh yeah, I've I have actually heard about this one now. That was a, that was a great, great scientific uh, discovery because uh, it's actually what we always say. Um, well, I always say is they do they can control us. They just give us the puppy dog eyes, and it's like, oh, that one more meat. Yeah, I'll give you that meat after. I promise. <laughs> you feel so guilty, but yeah, even like expressing themselves on what they want, they're very good at doing that as well. Um, so yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. What do you think, Michael? Yeah, definitely. Like they, they know how to work. They know how to work us. Oh yeah, just those puppy dog eyes. <laughs> Brilliant. Especially when you go in the kitchen, they know exactly. We've got a little drawer in the in the living room, and it's where we keep all like crisps and sweets and stuff. And as soon as I go to that drawer, he knows that he's getting he wants something out of that drawer. He's like, I want because it's just the rattling of the crisps he loves, and it's just is what his attention. You just rattle a packet of crisps, and, he, and then that's it. Yeah, it literally became a little trigger for him. He's like, oh, there he goes. He's going for the food. <laughs> I'm gonna get it. <laughs> Or even when like you're eating or something and you come in and you're finished eating, even though they're not there and they're like looking at you, is there something on that plate for me? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, Bruno and Millie are the exact same. The minute they hear a rapper, it's like, what have you got for me? They, yeah. they know straight away that like, they, you have something. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Something valuable. If you've got it, I want it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. so wow. So one other thing I'm going like, to kind of look at here is uh, kind of get your own input on this too. Like it's a few different things I've actually reviewed. Uh, basically, like security cameras uh, for your home. Like if you're away at work or anything, and your dog is at your home, so that you can actually uh, chat with your dog. 
Now, the first two are kind of fairly expensive ones. This one is called the Furbo. It has a two-way communication, and you can see and hear a dog, and you can dispense uh, treats from them, and they can hear you as well as the speaker in it. Um, this one now is 179 uh, sterling. Yeah, it starts with, so it's, it's one of those kind of those expensive ones. But what's your, what's your thoughts on security cameras for, like... Two-way communication for when you're not home, so that you yeah, can actually communicate. With you. I definitely get one, but we don't we don't need one at the moment because Billy basically comes everywhere with us. But like in the future, if we can't actually take him somewhere, then we would definitely buy buy two-way communications because then because we 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 can we have um, an echo, so we can just drop into the, on the echo show at the moment. Yeah, we think we a furbo. We definitely get a furbo. <laughs> what do you think, Ali? I don't know how I feel about them. I, I, I do believe in the whole, um, you know, seeing the camera and and actually dispensing the food and all that, but I don't know how I feel about two-way street communication because if a dog has separation anxiety, you're going to just you're gonna just uh, build it up because he can't find you when he's there looking for you. You know that kind of way? Yeah, no, that's right. Okay, so um, the next one I actually had a look at was... Yeah. Pet chats. Now, this one is a, a much more interesting one. This one actually has like a little uh, button and the dog can press and if he wants to call you. It's essentially a phone for your dog to call you. Now, I honestly don't know how I feel about this myself because when I come home from work every day, Bruno is literally like crying at me, crying his eyes out. Even though my dad will be here like during the day, like he literally just does not shut up for about 20 minutes, like literally jumping on top of me. And it's like, as I've been saying, like, where were you all there? You're and giving out to me. I can imagine that he'd literally be pressing this every 10 minutes to talk to that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he would. <laughs> he'd be like, oh, yeah. But it's also, a tra- you have to train them how to use it as well. And that's going to be a, a hard one in itself. And then and then you're going to be getting calls every few minutes. <laughs> it's like, oh, I press this button and I can see it all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the idea of it. It's just something that, doesn't appeal to me at yeah, all. Yeah. Okay. It's too, too much of a technological world as it is. <laughs> yeah. Like coming home and your dog seeing you and making all the fuss over seeing you rather than constantly calling you and then it's like, oh, she's back. Yeah. Or, oh, he's back. <laughs> okay. Well, the one that I actually like have myself is it only costs like 20, 30 quid for it. And it's literally kind of, I don't know if you can see, it's actually up there in the very top corner of the roof. So I okay. had angled, and it's more like I, I suppose, which, like, I live in the country, so it's, like, all, like, the traffic break-ins and everything nowadays. And, like, when people break in, they don't care if there's, nowadays, they don't care if there's a dog there. They'll, they'll harm a dog. They won't care about doing it. They'll, they'll do what they're there to do. Yeah. Like, for me, that's more kind of, I suppose, a peace of mind thing. Like, I never actually, I suppose, have the microphone on it so that they can hear me because like as you said yourself like I don't want to offset these two and yeah and like I did it actually I was standing outside the door one night of my room and I Bruno was in on the bed and I literally just called him over it. and just see him looking around it, like it literally scared the bejesus off him like he didn't know what yeah. but I do think like just from a security point of view it's a it's a good thing to have like just so that you can actually make sure they're okay jumping like yeah, I totally would get one of them. No, I definitely would get one of them because actually I think what I'm seeing is I can see 
around the room? Can it move? Uh, it can't move, but it's a wide angle, so it's 100. Yeah. No, I'd love that. I'd rather that than um, interaction one anyway. I think it would be great peace of mind so you know what your dog's getting up to during the day. Perfect. Okay. And is there any products that either of you have come across, not even security-wise, but like good products that you've come across that you that you swear by that you think are like really good for your dog? Michael? <laughs> we bought him so much, it's ridiculous. We bought him a one glad jacket. Uh, <laughs> um, products though the, the thing that I do love is the treats that we, we buy we buy by Benji but, uh, I don't know if you've heard of it uh, the, it's like built on for the dogs um, but we've, we've actually got a discount code if you want if you want, I can give you that if you want it well we, we bought him some teddies he, he's, he just loves he, we bought him a specialised teddy from Build-A-Bear so we um, oh that's so cute he's spoiled he, he, sleep, he, he sleeps with him at night time but um and then whenever I want him to go to bed, I just press the voice activator, which talks, and then he, he goes running over to his bed and gets into bed. Oh my God, that's, yeah. that's really helpful. I wish I could have more. <laughs> I love that, yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, okay. bought him a beautiful, we bought him a beautiful jacket from Verdrobe, which is uh, it's a bestock, it's, it's got Swarovski crystals on it. Uh, oh. I can, I you my dog will probably trade me in for you, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cute. I love that. Virgil's really good. Go, go, come there. Kelly, <laughs> what about you? What's what's the favorite thing that you? Um, I love his slow feeder. Um, actually, that I've got him because of the collie in him. He needs a lot of mental stimulation, so a lot of enrichment. So I kind of just use all those kind of things. Some of them are made that I've actually made myself. But yeah, no, you can find it all online. That you can, you know, find yourself. But basically. Like even wrapping food into a towel and then they have to go dig for it is great. Um, because of him being a collie, he gets bored at eating his food out of just simple things like a bowl wouldn't do it for him. So I'd have to change it up. So yeah, no, it would be his slow feeder, his con. And then I have a puzzle game for him. That's brilliant. Um, where he slides back and forth and he has to go work for his food. But then the next thing I would say would be his his leads that I've gotten on. The, don't uh, don't tell me to this, but I can't think of the name. But it's like a cross harness one. It's like a, a heel harness, and basically it just comes up at the front and it clips on the side, and it actually helps with a lot of my training. Got to do with you know walking them. Um, so yeah, no, that's he loves that as well. He prefers that over the other uh, harnesses. He loves like getting it on as well. So it's brilliant. So I'd have to say them, yeah. <laughs> brilliant. I think for me, it's probably um, like I got the slow feeder for Bruno as well because he like he gulps his food down, like, laps it up, yeah, <laughs> inhales it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He inhales the food. So I found like that since I got him the slow feeder, now it was only one that I picked up an Aldi for like six or seven quid yeah. when they an offer. And I found like he's really stoned down. It's um he was getting sick a lot after eating so fast, so it's like really helped with that as well. I suppose treat wise for me would be has to be the raw dry. Actually, give me a moment, I'm gonna pull up a bag of this here because I actually they're gonna come running over to me now. So the raw dry <laughs> is a, they're an Irish company and it's all like uh beef and chicken jerky that they make. So at the moment I say I was on the show for the first uh 
like she's uh, after announcing this week that all her like all pet stuff stores in Ireland will be doing her doing the joke you know as well which is a big step for her um, but it's like I think it's actually their favourite treats as well I've literally gone last night I know okay I I was a, week, a small bit uh, no it was last night Friday night I was uh, having a few drinks and sure I saw her go up online that she was selling the, the 10 pack for 30 quid so I picked it up online for uh, from her and I woke up yesterday morning she was like hey I just sent you that invoice I'm like invoice? What did I buy off you last night? So, not not the best time to be looking online for a box for your dog, really. But, um, um, like, down. Like, that's how good the treats are. I've actually gone and ordered like another another ten pack off of it. No, the treats that we buy uh, by Ben by Benji, uh, um, we've got a discount code which is Burley BBA fifteen. It gives us like fifteen percent off, so anyone could use it, and they ship to like Ireland and Europe. So maybe you should try that. See see if you like that. Yeah. Because yeah, it, no, it's actually it's um, it's edible for humans as well, but uh, obviously I wouldn't say for you to go and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's good enough for us, it's good enough for the dogs. Yeah. And I opened the um, tree tail myself. It's like glad you're not getting this. I actually did. <laughs> so, okay, so one a new feature I'm actually introducing this week. It's going to be in association with different animal rescues every single week. Uh, this week. Uh, it's with Cork Dog Action Welfare Group. They're based in Donnerail in County Cork. And it's basically the adoption corner. I'm going to share a bit of information about three or four dogs that are looking for looking for homes. Now, obviously, anyone listening to the podcast can actually see this, but I'll just give a bit of detail of the dogs and they'll be able to check them out on the actual Facebook and the um, websites as well. So the first dog is Amali as well. Uh, <laughs> is a lab cross, he, a puppy. Uh, they, don't, they didn't actually have an age of a month. I think he's around five or six months. Thereabouts. And what it says, he's full of joys of life. He loves people, dogs, and cats. And he's an ideal little family member. So he's looking for a new home with, uh, with Dog Action Welfare Group. And let's see the next one. Where is that? So we had Ben, who's a Rottweiler. Oh, gorgeous. Cute. Uh, he's, uh, they say he's a bit bewildered in kennels, but he's looking for a home experience with the breed. And an active home is essential, but they're looking for, like, obviously for that. Oh, look, Barley has, <laughs> Barley has joined us. Oh, he's so cute. Barley oh, my God. He's amazing. Can't see what's happening. <laughs> and then, uh, the last one we have is uh, Max, who is a Safi. And Max is also between, I believe, four and seven years as well. And smiling just the way a sappy should. Oh, my God. He's a beaut, isn't he? Oh, he's gorgeous. And he's he's looking for a new home as well. So what they say about him is he led a very solitary life outside the back garden. And he's adorned his newly discovered home comforts. And he's a fab, loving, loyal, and eager to please boy. Oh, cute. So I'm going to kind of, I suppose wrap up with like just asking the what is your favorite thing your favorite feature that your dog has uh michael i'll let you go first favorite feature my dog has um it's just it's just it's just how warm and kind he is and he's only six months old you just you wouldn't think from the way that he is everyone thinks he's a lot older older when they meet him um, and he just attracts so much attention. I just love the fact that he's 
well loved. And he's just he's just the most gorgeous dog ever. I know everyone says it about everyone's biased about their own dogs, but he is he's just such such a beautiful nature. And um, Kelly, uh, what about Miley? Um, it'd have to be his his actual eyes. He has amazing eyes. Um, it's probably the collie in him. Uh, and his floppy ears. Oh, they're just the cutest little thing. Um, but I love the fact that he is so friendly and can't wait to say hello to everybody. Um, and he's also a great alert dog as well. Um, and lets me know if someone's at the door. Not even that he's going to do it. <laughs> he'd probably run the other way. But it's just a matter of that he's just one of those temperaments that um, really bring the life into the house. So I love about, I love that about him. That's pretty awesome. And I suppose for me as well, like Bruno and Millie, they're two completely different dogs. We got Bruno when he was like 12 weeks old and like he's become, he has become part of the family. And Millie, she's really, I suppose, calmed Bruno down. Like Bruno was really wild when he was younger, but like she's really kind of, I suppose... She's the boss, so like she lets them know that she's the boss as well. And actually, she lets all of us know that she's the boss. So if you want to know, <laughs> it's I, I just I love the way that they they're so I suppose attention seeking. But the fact that like if something is up or something's bothering you, they know, and like it's they just understand emotion so well. And it's for me, it's great to have that that bond there with them. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. Okay, guys, listen, uh, thanks very much, Michael and Kelly. Thank you both for joining me on the Big Bag today. Uh, I hope to have both of you on again soon. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Great so, meeting you, Michael. To meet you too. We've got some, we'll have we'll an have, we'll update on Bailey's career, see what he's been doing up. up, up if anyone wants to follow Bailey on Instagram, what is the handle? So it's, it's Bailey Bear Pom. So it's B U R L Y. B E A R P O M. Brilliant. Brilliant. You'll have a new following, so. <laughs> and once again, thank you very much to Book Kelly and to Michael for joining me this week on The Big Bark. It was great to have such a fun format to the show and something that we're going to keep on going with going forward. Now, I have to wrap this up because, as always, I have a very, very demanding uh, blonde doggy, a beautiful Millie right here next to me who has decided that it is time to wrap this up. Now, Millie's not going to give an actual bark to me. I'm hoping uh, at some stage we're going to like just let out a massive bark. But for now, I'm going to say thanks to everyone for listening in. Next episode, we will have a couple of different guests on the show. We will be chatting about canine fitness. We will be chatting about canine cross. If I pronounce that wrong, I'm very sorry. We will also be chatting about a probably a shit topic. No pun intended. But we will be chatting to Kiran from Mutmets who provides a dog waste solution to councils. And I'm going to begin Kiran's thoughts on what the current situation is with dog waste. Anyway, I hope everybody here has a great week. And as always, stay back in Matt.